Hey, hey, listeners, and we're back. It's Talk Talk in 10. I'm your host, Nina Hall. I'm your co-host, Paris Nanani. Woo-woo! Let's get into it. Hey, our first segment, we're going to do I'm a TOK teacher, but... As is tradition. As is tradition. Of of two episodes. As of last week. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Where we show you that, yes, we are TOK teachers, but sometimes we struggle with things as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, listeners, something really exciting is about to happen right now. I am going to show Paris... A picture and he is going to explain to you what's going on and give us his reaction so Paris here's what happened last week was American Thanksgiving right happy belated Thanksgiving thank you um, American Thanksgiving as you know comes with this very loaded history yes about colonizers coming over um, fleeing religious persecution, and then coming over and dying, and then being saved by the indigenous societies, um, by the Native Americans. Uh, and then the colonizers going on to just like systematically Slug. kill them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all sorts of, all sorts of problems with Today, I know, today yeah. what we try to do is get, a, get together around food and drink and have a good time. Right. So this is what my sister Okay. Sent me. She okay. sent me this picture. She sent me a message first saying, oh, Thanksgiving has been so fun. And we had lots of reverent moments. Okay. And then she sent me this. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Um, so, listeners, let me, let me describe what I'm seeing. Uh, there are two, what I presume to be Caucasian men. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Dressed as Native Americans, mm. wielding bow and arrow, tomahawk, and wearing Native American headdresses. Mm. Uh, one of which is a chieftain's headdress. It's a really long one. Yeah. So, all sorts of issues of cultural appropriation <laughs> coming up here. Uh, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. What, word. What, oh, God. what is going on here? Oh, my gosh. Paris, this is so bad. So these two Caucasian boys who you're seeing in, like, sepia fonts right here are my nephews. Oh, no. Oh, no. One is 21. The other is 23. Like, they oh, should no. definitely know better. Know better. These are not, like, six-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there are these photo booths that you can go to in the States where you can dress up as cowboys mm. or Indians. And they have done exactly that on Thanksgiving. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. So There's so much done back here. Okay, so what is your ITTB? My... I... I haven't talked to you a lot. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm a TOK teacher, but when my sister sent me that message, I didn't reply. <laughs> no. Nina, you have, have to call to, her up. I have to, to reply. Have to right. Listeners, I am committing to this right now. I am going to confront my sister. Please I'll do. let you know what happens next week. <laughs> I, am, I can't even look at Paris right okay. now. I'm, I'm like gonna so bail deep you in my Facebook. Okay, okay. I'm going to bail you okay, out. Here's mine. I'm going to take some of the heat off you. Okay. okay. I am a talk teacher, but <laughs> last week, this is really embarrassing. Last week, mm-hmm. I neglected to quote unquote fact check. <laughs> <laughs> our lineup of, I know what you're say. Of, of our of our lesson plans. <laughs> and so last week we said, hey, next week we're going to do religion. religion. <laughs> but clearly <Wait>. not. <laughs> uh, we are instead this week and next week going into uh, indigenous knowledge. Uh, right. I apologize for that, <laughs> listeners, if there's anyone out there listening. Um, I also did not I have failed you. We have failed you. <laughs> we failed you. We failed you. But oh, that hilarious. brings us to what we're actually looking at this week. 
which is indigenous knowledge systems. Oh, welcome back. We are into segment two, which is called This Week. Uh, what are we looking at this week, Nina? <laughs> or maybe last week no, if you last were in week. my class. Or, or maybe next, next week, week if you are in Depending on whose class you're in. <laughs> so we're looking at indigenous societies, not religion. Indigenous <laughs> societies. And um, one of the things that I found is really important and that we discussed a lot with my classes was the definition of indigenous societies. This actually is a bit contentious, yeah. we learned, but it's, it's important to define, and maybe that's the whole thing about the contentious issue, is that what's important for us as discussers and um, educated sometimes, intellectual <laughs> sometimes people, yeah. is to be able to use like the scope of something, to, in other words, to be able to define something for your listeners or readers or, um, you know, whoever you're communicating with Correct. so that we have a common understanding Correct. of where we're going from here. So the definition that I have been working with in my classes, at least, has these like five parts. Okay. And here they are. One is that an indigenous society has to have a long-term occupancy of a land, okay. which means they need to have been there for a long, 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 long time, long, long before the colonizers came in. Right. Um, two, they have strong ties to the land. And I think that one might be like the one that for me, I'm like, oh, ding, ding, ding. That's what separates indigenous, uh, indigenous society in what we now call Oklahoma okay. from um, like my great, great grandfather. Understood. You know? Okay. Um, subsistence production. And I think that one might be one of the contentious ones. Right. But this idea of like, if you have a strong tie to the land, then you are living off of the land, like for the season. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily accurate today in 2020. The other one is that number four is that there's some kind of tribal organization in terms of like hierarchy, like there's a chief and whatever. Um, And lastly, and this is another really important one is the cultural identity of an indigenous society is distinctly different from the dominant culture, Mm. which means indigenous societies are by this definition minorities right within a dominant culture that i don't know might be trying to dominate them as well right yeah yeah huh. so with that definition um we had some interesting conversations especially about a video actually that it's the video from the united nations uh about indigenous people's day which i think is august 9th mm. um and it's introducing like okay here are indigenous societies here are what indigenous societies are and right. i asked my students to sort of look at the language as we went through through the um the video yeah and it had things like indigenous societies um are dying out they are they're forced migration into urban areas they end up in urban areas mm-hmm. um they have a unique perspective of the land and um they i i can't remember if it actually said they need to be protected but that was definitely like the message that, that the i message. feel like right. was being taken away right so what became interesting there is there were some perspectives ding 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 ding, ding, ding perspectives, ding, perspectives. Yay. Yay. Uh, <laughs> that came out of that conversation and one was like okay with indigenous societies should we as part of a dominant society protect them mm-hmm. or does that feel like white savior syndrome or right. dominant culture savior syndrome right some yeah. kind of cultural arrogance yeah in essence right right, like we right. Are, 
we are not only should we protect them, but we have the capacity to, whereas they don't. Yeah. They're defenseless. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So I had a student be like, oh, it feels like they're talking about, you know, an endangered animal that can't quite do anything for itself or something. Which is degrading. Yeah. 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 And that's, I'm sure the United Nations obviously had amazing intentions putting this together to be educational and to celebrate indigenous societies. But it's really important and interesting to look at the words that are being used for these different purposes. Uh huh. And that kind of all comes down to kind of autonomy, right? Giving, giving cultures autonomy. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the big conversations that we are we're having in terms of if if it is our responsibility, quote yes. unquote, as a dominant culture, to protect uh, a indigenous indigenous people, what does that protection look like? Is mm-hmm. that just is that something that is kind of neutral or passive protection, in that mm-hmm. we just need to back off and mm-hmm. stop kind of invading their lands, stop? forcing them into economies that they don't want to be a part of, mm-hmm. um, taking knowledge from them that they don't want to share or sharing knowledge with them that they don't want. Right. Um, and then on the, on the other hand, is there some kind of active, active protection that we need to do? Yeah. Uh, something as opposed to just withdrawing right. from, from our interactions with them, actually equipping them with tools, quote unquote, to, yeah. to, to decide for themselves what they want to do, whether they do want to continue uh, as an indigenous society, presumably indigenous societies that are in contact with dominant yeah. cultures, um, whether they want to continue being bound by the economy that we've set over them, right. or whether they want to go back to um, uh, isolated ways, which is what yeah. was the, the, the dominant way of living back when they weren't considered indigenous societies. Right, they just, back when, when they, they were just, just a society. A, a, society. Yeah. <laughs> a neighboring society. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, and a connection that I just made to this, actually, is Frozen 2. Oh, yeah. Paris, have you seen it? That, uh, can't say I have. Can't say <laughs> I see the connection. This conversation just went like in a different way. Completely different direction. And it's hilarious because, um, as our listeners must know by now, because I talk about her frequently, I have a two-year-old. Yeah. And she's obsessed with the Frozen 2 soundtrack. So now my students know that I have a two-year-old because I'm always singing the Frozen 2 soundtrack when I'm like doing random things. Uh, And so Frozen 2 has not Frozen 1, which is a different podcast, but Frozen 2 is so much better than Frozen 1. Okay. Um, Frozen 2 features an indigenous society. Huh. I know. And what's so interesting to me about it when I'm using my TOK brain is here is this animation where, um, you know, this indigenous society, I think Frozen is set up in Norway um, or somewhere up there. Mm. And uh, the indigenous society has all of this like rich knowledge about the ways of the spirits of the earth and of the earth itself, like the way that that mother nature functions. Um, But it's trapped. It's literally trapped in this, like, environmental bubble. Okay. I know. And then they get saved mm. by Elsa and Anna, oh, who, here. right, who are, like, these white princesses. <laughs> and on one hand, I'm like, yes, like, woman power. Like, right. finally, it's the females who are saving, and they're right. not, like, these damsels in distress. Um, but it is this exact, like, portrayal of indigenous, indigenous <clears throat> societies can't do it themselves they need saving. Right. And so then what... Victims. They're victims, you know? <laughs> so then what is the... Like, how do we talk about this, firstly, in light of things like this UN video that talks right. about 
uh, indigenous societies in this really sort of, yeah, like victimized way. But at the same time, like this idea that like, yes, there is is invasion happening. Mm -hmm. Forced migration is real. It is forced. Um, So what is the role of the dominant society or of us as individuals in a dominant society? How, like, what, what do we do? What's our role? And how do we help? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a big question that I personally think that it's every individual should reflect on themselves. Because like you said, it's, it's us as individuals as well. Yeah. On the one hand, it is very much a societal thing and, you know, governments play a role in all of this, but what do we do? You and I as knowers, what do we do? Yeah. Um, and I think it, it does come down to, I mean, it comes right back to this concept of bias again, right? Because we all have our own perspective mm. when, it, when, when it comes to how do we approach this? Mm-hmm. How do we redress our failure as a society, as a yeah. globalized society, our failure to not necessarily protect, but keep everyone well? Yeah. And I, I don't think necessarily that we have kept all indigenous societies well. I don't think so at all. And... I think that there are some interesting perspectives to explore in in there. Like, we are talking about keeping everyone well, but whose responsibility is it to, you know, stay well? And what does that mean? And does it mean the same thing among all of us? Yeah. Um, So I wanted to bring this conversation into, like, a real-life example that I feel like some people might have experience with. Mm -hmm. I was telling you recently about these hill tribe tourist attractions in Thailand Um, and so I have been when my family visited me I used to live in Thailand and we went to this tourist attraction Mm -hmm. and it is literally you you go sort of you you know you have to travel away from I think we were in Chiang Rai or Chiang Mai or something um, like 45 minutes so it's off the beaten path to a degree but obviously this is like on a road Mm -hmm. and then you get to these huts and you can see um, this hill tribe, the Kayan, mm. who are famous for their long necks and mm. the gold rings around mm. their necks. Mm-hmm. Um, and they wear like these colorful clothes and they're really beautiful, but they're sitting in these structures that are meant to look like their actual like stilted huts in the jungle. And they are sitting there and they're, um, I don't know, crushing corn, for example, or they're making handicrafts that they then sell at a shop. But here is, here is an indigenous society. The Kayan are an indigenous society. They have lived in that area, which we now call northern Thailand, for a long, long, long time. They have lived off the land. They have this like relationship with the land. They right. fulfill all of these definitions <clears throat> that we're talking about. And they have a very distinctive culture from that dominant culture, Thai culture. Um, but... It just, the whole experience felt so exploitative. Right. It felt so wrong. Right. It felt like they were, like I was a person going through almost like a zoo, you know, right. like they were on display. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like, okay, here's something that I can do as an individual is sort of talk about this to other friends who are visiting Thailand and tell them, like, actually, I, I don't think that it's worthwhile to go support that. Yeah. But... What do you think about that? It's tricky. Uh, and it, it, it's, it comes down to this question of whether, A, whether we are making a decision for them. Yeah. Um, because it could very well be that there's some kind of implied consent, quote unquote, of this economy that's come up whereby people 
guests are coming and viewing and taking pictures and doing all this kind of um, very invasive thing, but at the same time providing in some way, right? And yeah. To, in terms of just looking at sustenance. Um, but then on the flip side, is this consent consent under duress? Right. Is this just something that has been going on for so long that now they're trapped in this economy? Right. And they're, they don't really have a say in whether they want to do this or not. Yeah. Uh, are we... There's two sides to it, right? If we if we withdraw support from this completely, the economy will tank, and they will be in trouble. Yeah. If we go in with the intention of telling them, "Hey, let's give you a choice. Let's educate you, quote unquote, educate you right. into yeah. our system, our right. our legal system, which is apparently the dominant legal system, but kind of give you, in some way, the tools to communicate to us that you don't want to be a part of this anymore." Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, looking at that as well. We, we briefly discussed earlier how that might be problematic in itself. If right. we're if we're coming in and saying, hey, here are our tools, you should use our tools to tell us yeah. to go away. Yeah. That's bizarre in its own <laughs> self, right? Like, I mean, do right. you not want to be a part of this system? Hey, join this system to tell us that you don't right. want to be a part of the system. Right, but you system. don't want to be a part of it. It's bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is bizarre. So it's there's a lot of um, kind of conflict over there that we need to be careful of. There's a lot of unintended consequences I think that could arise from whatever decision we take either as individuals or as yeah. a society as a dominant society yeah because I, I think that the like, main perspectives here that at least we can take away quickly is one is like yes let's go and protect them which does sort of feel like the savior complex yeah and on the other <laughs> hand it's like well let's just leave them out there and like maybe they'll survive and maybe they won't yeah um, which sort of feels like you know Darwinian like cultural pruning or something like that cultural selection yeah. um and then the other one might be like hey it's inevitable like time to assimilate let's get with it mm. we'll all speak english or chinese here in the end right um and at least we'll be all be able to communicate in one language Ooh. <laughs> okay okay i know that that Lots actually <laughs> and that leads us to next week So next week, we are going to continue indigenous knowledge systems. And on this topic that is so controversial here, mm. um, one of the really interesting IA prompts we'll get into is, should some knowledge not be sought on ethical grounds? Ooh. I know, we can apply that to indigenous, to indigenous knowledge, knowledge systems. systems. Exactly. Yeah, like, should we, should we, I don't know, interact with them or should we just let them be? Or yeah. is this inevitable... I don't know, like bulldozer destruction, like yeah. what's going to happen? Is interacting with them, yeah, corrupting them. Is it ethical? Straight away. Yeah. 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 Oh, so interesting. Wow. All right, All right, listeners, thank you. Tune in next week. We'll see you then.